Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Shutting the bar, they cleaning the floor, and everyone is... The following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Oh. All right. Sorry, I mean... We got black on anyway. Yeah. And Not much we can do. Yeah. We are... We are all kind of matching. If I'm... If my... Yeah. If, you're, if the color on the screen's right, we're all matching a lot because you have... You have shards of pink... Is that pink Lex? Um, on oh your... yeah, like yeah, a red. Or, oh, okay, because I have pink in my PBS yeah. special oh, presentation okay. shirt. Yeah, and then Holly's white lettering. wearing black. Yeah, mm-hmm. white lettering. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hi everybody. Hey. Well, hey. <laughs> a sweet comment about our wardrobes. Uh, welcome to hour <laughs> two of Jason and Alexis in the morning uh, live on my talk later on our app. You know the drill. We're just grateful you're here. Please tip your bartenders and servers. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Holly, I just, uh, I pulled up that scene. We were talking about the exorcist, uh, in, in the end of the last hour and we stumbled upon Holly beautifully brought up something I haven't thought about in a while. Uh, there's a scene in the exorcist three, which I got to tell you, is not a bad movie for a three, you know, for, you know, sometimes sequels suck. Yeah. Jaw, Jaws the Revenge. Um, Jaws 3D. But even Jaws 2. The 3 e didn't even help? Yeah. But uh, most people say 3, Exorcist, Exorcist 2 was horrible. But 3 is really good, actually. Um, so check that out before yeah. you go see yeah. Exorcist uh Believer. Wait, where does this fall in line with that second and third Exorcist? Is this is this before the first? Wait, no. Exorcist three is after, and if memory serves me right, I think Linda Blair Mm. comes back for this one. Uh, Jason Miller is definitely back in in this one. Okay, okay. Uh, The priest. I can't speak to Linda Blair coming back for this third for the third one. Okay, got it. Maybe maybe not. And William Peter uh, Blatty directed this, who did the original Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you something right there. So oh. anyway, yeah. Uh, thanks for being here. Here's uh, let's do something a little less scary. Dolly Parton. Oh yes, Dolly Parton. Lex, you see the link right there, right? We're gonna play I a little bit. All right, perfect. Do you want me to play Holly, or do you, you have it? No, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fabulous. Well, this is a new release. Dolly Parton. You know, she's doing some epic covers. Of some just some great iconic songs. This is for her album called Rockstar. It's her first rock and roll 
release and that will be coming out November 17th. She's, you know, slowly rolling the songs out. This album will have 30 songs on it, nine originals, 20 covers, including this one we're about to listen to right now. Here is her cover of Queen's We Are the Champions. Huh. And it, yep. And then We Will Rock You eventually. Yeah, we yeah. can jump to the We Will Rock You. Uh-huh. Thoughts? Mm. Do you have any um, feelings right away? I don't love it. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's not quite as, you know, I, thinking Freddie. And do you hear the hesitation in my voice? I yeah, I hate criticizing. It's Dolly. It's Dolly. I, I, I feel un-American criticizing her. I'm not critic. <laughs> I just, I don't love it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this is the fourth release off of this album. She did Bygones, Magic Man, and World on Fire. Okay. So, I mean, she really said over the weekend, she's 77 years old. Well, she. I mean, look, it's not horrible. It's Dolly. It's Dolly. She can't. Right. She can't do anything horrible. No. Yeah, but you're but, not. Wouldn't put this on the top of my list no. of songs to listen to that no. I actually enjoy listening to. I'm glad Thank, that yes. this song exists, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that Dolly Parton is doing this project and that she is a national treasure. But it's not gonna. It's not gonna make the Apple Music playlist. No. Yeah. No. You know what is an underrated song? It's so cheeseball. But whenever I'm at a bar. And I get control of the uh, jukebox. Yeah. I, I play Dolly Parton's Baby I'm Burning. Have you guys ever heard mm, this? Yeah. It's so good. Executive producer Jeff got me on this. It's classic, classic. So good. If you're listening to us in the podcast, download it for yourself. Yeah. There we go. We had to cut <laughs> yeah. that out. Had to cut that out. But anyway, it's so good. Just fun. The cheesy, cheesy dolly song. Yeah, I like the spacey sound effects. I know, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the, 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 the We Will Rock You. Do we have the We Will Rock You? Uh, no, because no. it was just We Are the Champions, even though she calls it We Are the Champions, We Will Rock You. Oh, yeah, okay. she's saving that for the surprise for when the album comes out in November. It's just <laughs> a little taste, you know? A little taste, Lex, a little, a little taste little, test. A little, little taste. A little, 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 little taste, a little taste. <laughs> Holly tasted Roni. I can't wait to hear what she thinks. But first, please allow me to tell you about the Cat Video Festival. Mm. It's Thursday, August 3rd, Alexis, at CHS Field. Wow. I know. Presented by us, the St. Paul Saints, David at First Equity. You can watch a School of Rock, a reel of kitty videos. Kids 12 and under are free. Or like the State Fair, two and a half uh, months or younger free. Uh, and a dollar from all tickets sold supports caring for cats. Want tickets? Want info? Of course you do. Keyword cat at mytalk1071.com. Oh, yeah. When we come back, TV taste test. Holly tried Roni next. Hey, everyone. It's Alexis. I want to talk to you about My Genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no-cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did my genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk. Everything entertainment, everything Forrest Gump. I'm Jason, Lex, and Holly. 
Doing a little TV taste test. Today, it's Holly Roberts dipping her toe in the waters of Roni. What What is this, a taste test? Taste test? I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Talk to us, Holly Roberts. Yeah, so, uh, Jason, Alexis, you both taste-tested The Real Housewives of New York City, the new iteration of the show, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a taste test, too. It's on Peacock. It drops the next day. Mm-hmm. Episodes air on Bravo on Sunday nights, and I know that you guys have both watched Real Housewives franchises of the past. Yeah. And are very familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I am not. I maybe watched a few episodes of The Real Housewives of Orange County back in 2006. Maybe dabble in a few episodes, but that's it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this the old college try. And Jason and Alexis, I need your help. Why do people like these shows? (laughs) Why do people like The Real Housewives? It is a mystery. It is an enigma to me wrapped in a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in, uh, stuffed in Pandora's box. <laughs> but genuinely, because, so I watched the first two episodes of this new reboot. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't have anything to compare it to the original ones and what they've done. I thought that the folks that they were highlighting were, you know, just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But they were just sitting around and talking about nothing. <laughs> and not even like in a humorous Seinfeldian way. I just like, so I really need, genuinely need your help. Okay. About why folks have been enamored with the Real Housewives and why this has become a pop culture phenomenon, so much so that there are franchises all across the country. I'm sure world. people watch this all around the world. Exactly. They're, they're Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm very familiar on a surface level with all of this stuff, but actually watching it, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Do you want to go yeah, first? I, I, want I, please I, please I help, me. Help, I, I, help me. Help me. I, I do hear you. Um, help me. I guess for me, uh, it's more of a curiosity factor of, you know, how do these women live and how do they interact with each other? More of like a human experiment. That uh, That's why I like to watch. Uh-huh. Um, you know, what they wear, what they buy, what they're doing. And also, it's kind of just a, a, a respite, a getaway, a fluff. That's why there's a lot of them recently that I have not enjoyed because it's right away. We're getting divorced. And then it's just, you know, oh, real world stuff. This one, you know, they're fighting about cheese and, you know, just whether yeah. or not a house is acceptable in the Hamptons. Yeah, you know? caviar on a Pringle. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it's more for me for just to like fluff a little respite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some that get really serious and I don't understand those ones as much because it's just not fun. And and that's kind of what I'm looking for. Fun, fashion. Uh, yeah, a little getaway. Got it. Uh, Jace? I think there's an aspect and especially this new iteration, uh, there's an aspirational aspect to them. Mm. Uh, it's like, um, peeking through, you know, you, when you drive through a really good part of town with mansions, you know, you want to look through the windows. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of that culturally where people just, Ooh, and you want to, and you also want to see rich people be dysfunctional. (laughs) You want, you want to see the, that you want to feel like, Oh, Oh, people with money have problems too. 
And that's where I actually, so I think that's a little bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. I also think there there's an escapism element to it where it's just fluff. And that's where some of them falter is they do get too serious and they start dealing with stuff that are it's too deep and it stops being fun to watch. Now, I will tell you, my one beef about this, and I was listening to Jill Zarin and Bethany, you know, they reunited. They're back being friends. And they did a podcast together where they reunited and talked out their issues. But they also did a second episode where they talked about this, the new Housewives. Oh, the what new, did they think? The, the new Roni. Bethany made a really good observation, Lex, and I wonder, you know, and well, no, Holly, I can include you because you just watched it. Bethany and, and Bethany was like, there wasn't really any, there wasn't a lot of diversity. Now, listen, now you're going to be like, what? Diversity in the fact that they're all kind of fashionistas. None of, you know, they're all really fancy. And they're, none of them are like the housewives from the original Roni, where, you know, Bethany barely made rent. Bethany lived in a crappy little uh, a condo. Yeah. Uh, she was, you know, she, they were wearing, and Bethany said that was kind of what started souring her. When she came back to the show in season uh, seven, you know, she's like, she was shocked that, oh, my God, now there are glam teams and there's a wardrobe department. She said that that wasn't how it was in the original Roni. And there was a charm to that. And and that's missing now. Everything is the reality shows really aren't reality. So I'm not this part of my. Yeah, no. I, answer isn't just isn't really helping you, Holly. But it is. It is. Uh, it's almost a criticism of the new era of these Real Housewives shows. They're not as they're they're lacking the charm. And when Bethany made the 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 observation about all the women, I thought, God, she's right. There is there is no like woman from the borough, one of the boroughs. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's yeah, not a not a Staten Island gal. <laughs> no. Right? No, they're all polished. That's such a great point. That's what I think my issue has been in the last seasons because they're all selling something. They're all yeah. You know, at a point where yeah, we want to see a little bit. <laughs> I guess maybe the rough edges that way. Yeah, yeah, around the edges. So I mean, that's been my big thing. At least the last. Well, you know, Jace. Yeah kept up more than I have because I watch a few and then I'm like, can't do it. There's no one likable on here. No, no one that's relatable. But I found with this new era of New York, there's uh, many of them that are relatable. I think they're showing a lot more motherhood, which mm. is they didn't really before, especially in like the first OC. I really like that. They were rough around the edges and maybe you'd see their kids once in a while, um, but they're doing that more and all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I appreciate that. See, and what's funny is coming at it from two different sides. Yeah. I, I could couldn't care less. Like I like seeing the husbands, but yeah. um I you was like see the ladies. I, yeah, I want to see the ah. ladies. And um but but I did I that's what I liked about the first uh Roni, the first couple seasons. You saw Jill's mom, Gloria. You know, you saw Allie. Allie. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you saw you know Simon uh, Simon and Alex's uh two weird kids. <laughs> um uh, so I didn't mind seeing in moderation, but everything just is a little too polished. When Bethany made that point, because I did enjoy it, mm-hmm. but when Bethany made that point, I went, "Wow, Bethany's right on that one." It is. They're all very. They're all from kind of the fashion business. Well, and they say as such in yeah. the original episode, uh, the first one, where I believe it is uh, Jessel. Said that you know I work I've worked in fashion and publicity and I'm really looking forward to get to knowing Jenna Lyons more, who also yeah. used to be the head of J Crew. So they kind of run in all of those same circles. And you have the one the influencer, uh, you have the model, and then you have the realtor that's just kind of out there uh, the outlier, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, Holly, do you watch the third and beyond episodes? I'm going to watch this season of The Real Housewives of New York City. Oh, fun. Fun experiment. To have more of an understanding, Mm -hmm. maybe about why people like it so much, because I don't don't think my opinion is going to change, because I'm just like, what are... So we're sitting around and we're watching you drink alcohol and talk. Yeah. I just like, I, I'm just like, no, I'm not interested. Watch it as like human interaction, human experiment, yeah. like I do. Right. But I want to know why <laughs> folks like this. And I want to mm. get, get to the nug of people's fascination with this. And, you yeah. know, maybe, maybe I'll change my mind by the end of the season, but eh, the, the magic eight ball says doubtful. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. this will be a fun, you know what? Yeah. This is a fun pop culture experiment. Yeah. Uh, especially because this is rebooted. Uh, mm-hmm. Did it? Did it help? Would, would it? Does it help a viewer like you who's never been interested? Can you come along for the ride? Now you know we're thirteen, fourteen years into this phenomenon. This this will be fun to see if you waver at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Is there anyone hey. in particular that you're excited to learn more about, or is it they're all kind of just meh for you? Uh, no. no. I- <laughs> <laughs> At a girl. Okay. At a girl. <laughs> hey, speaking of reviews, Alexis has jumped on the Barbie bandwagon. Yeah. Coming up in our third hour at 8:30. What did she think of Barbie? We're gonna find out. It's a big fat movie review starring Alexis Thompson. But next, we're gonna be debating senseless minor little issues. It's the master debaters. When we come back, stay with us, everybody. Hi, everybody. It's Jason Live for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Speaking of aspirational, you know, we all want to look good. Sometimes we need a little assistance. I have no shame in admitting we need a little help sometimes. Go to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. They have now moved into a beautiful new facility. So alert, if you have an appointment, you need to go to their new building. Uh, it's on the other side of France, by uh, on the other side of the highway. So 
Go to their socials for the exact address. Now, let me tell you about an exciting way for you to save some money. If you've been waiting to go, waiting to get Botox, waiting to get fillers because you want a good deal, this is it. If you mention me, you call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and say, Jason, you're going to get a discount on your first full price service. So stop waiting because these appointments are going fast. I check weekly and you need to call now. Mention me, and if you've already been and you refer a family member or friend, you get a discount and they get a discount. Call for more details on that one. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Surveyed 100 people and asked them to name a way of toasting someone. Michelle. Over a fire. This has been the Dumbest Answers in Game Show History. Back to you, Jason. I mean, it'll work. That's a great answer, actually. That's a great not, answer. Not wrong. Not factually wrong. I don't know. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything hamster wheels. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thanks for being here. Oh, we have someone on the phone. Uh, well, it's, no. it might be a ghost call. I don't know, but you know what? Here's the deal. Can't take the call right now because we have to play a game. Yes! And we're prepping a game. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Here's Holly. And sometimes when I'm prepping a game, that means I can't get to the phone right now. That's You'll right. have to leave a message. We've got some low stakes, semi-controversial topics for Jason and Alexis to, to <laughs> debate this morning. They don't know these ahead of time. And I assign Jason and Alexis their side of the debate. They have 30 seconds to uh, share with us why their side of the debate is the correct one, and then, you know, we figure out who wins at the end. So, are you ready for your first low-stakes, semi-controversial topic this morning? Ready! Ready! Now, this one's uh, ap- pretty apropos for today's weather. Which is it obviously better to be? Mm. Too hot mm-hmm. or too cold? Ooh. Oh. Which oh, is it obviously oh. better to be too hot or too cold? Jason, I will assign you too hot. Alexis, too cold. Jason, your 30 seconds begins. Which is it's obviously better to be too hot right now? The number one reason is you're going to sweat more, which is... The body's natural way of regulating temperature. Plus, the more you sweat, the more you burn calories. I mean, maybe temporarily you'll get it the moment you drink a Diet Coke. It'll all come back. But still, if you're out there in the sun and you sweat, you're going to drop a pound or two. You'll get into those skinny jeans. So that's why it's way better to be hot. Plus, there's air conditioning. (laughs) Jason, thank you. Uh, Alexis. Obviously, it's better to be too cold. You have 30 Uh seconds to make your argument now. It is so much better to be too cold for so many reasons. If you're talking (laughs) about exercising, you can easily just jump around, go on a brisk walk, and... uh, warm up in that way. Also, if you are too cold, you just layer it up, baby. You get under the covers, you put on more clothes. Oh, and it's just that cozy feeling that you just love. 
Oh, it's just um, really fun. You can just kind of, you know, warm yourself up. You can, you know, uh, body temperature with the someone else. That's always fun, too. So be too cold. Alexis wins with sex. Body <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, she didn't officially say sex. I just want to be clear on that. Oh, you know where I was going with that one. Uh, you no. made a compelling argument with the jeans, Jason, but it's too hot to wear jeans today. You're right. You're right. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you could get into those jeans, but then you're going to get that. You're going to get that rub. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yesterday, just walking outside, oh. the boobs were just a sweating. Oh, we all, I, we took the father-in-law to the Twins game for his birthday. Oh, my uh, gosh, Jason. I know. Well, it was fun. And, no, and I'm even more yeah. dumb. I'm not, don't yell at me. Please don't email me. I know this isn't safe. I went for a run yesterday afternoon and immediately regretted it. Ooh. By the time I got to the river, I'm like, let me jump in the river. It was not my smartest move I yesterday. I hope you replenish those electrolytes. I did. Yeah. I did. It's going to be hot today. You know, the storms are moving through the Twin Cities right now. Then yeah. it's going to be hot, hazy, and humid. Please treat all of your cracks and crevices appropriately. Yes. yes. Here's our next item up for debate. Nah, uh, semi-controversial low stakes. What would you choose? Which is better? All-you-can-eat buffets? Oh. Or Michelin star dining? Mm. Jason, we will assign you all-you-can-eat buffets. Okay. Alexis, Michelin star dining. And Alexis, we're going to start with you. You have 30 seconds to debate why Michelin star dining is the uh, superior eating experience. Oh, there's just nothing better. I mean, this is the classic question of quantity or quality. And every day I'm going to go for quality. You want to have delicious morsels that will just satisfy for days and years. Things that you can talk about. Those special bites. You know, buffet, everybody can just get in the line and make a pile and go through as many times as they want. No, the Michelin... It's just star meals are just so much better uh, because they really are a labor of love. Mm. All right, Jason, you have 30 seconds. Tell us why all you can eat buffets are the superior form of restaurant dining. You know what's special? Endless Peking chicken. That's what's special. Never ending supplies of orange chicken, Peking chicken. Chicken with almonds, chicken with cashews, beef and broccoli. Oh, General South chicken, egg rolls, spring rolls, veggie spring rolls, wontons, crab cheese wontons, a watermelon slice if you want to feel healthy. Buffets are the only way to go. Thank you. <laughs> I love how you just... Congratulations, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> You did say earlier in the program, Jason, that we were brought to you by Forrest Gump, and you just listed that off. Yeah. (laughs) Just like we were in that movie. Oh, but that does sound good. Right? Oh. (laughs) I I just love a Chinese buffet. Oh. Oh, it's. You oh. talk about one of life's simpler pleasures, uh, like we were talking about Grey Poupon. It yeah. really is. Oh. oh, God. All buffet. A, a, a lunch buffet at an Indian restaurant is Ooh. such a wonderful indulgence 
like on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Oh. And you just there, you load it up. Oh. There, there yeah. is a uh, lots of regrets there, later though. True, it doesn't but you matter. work through it. Yeah, you that's work true. Through it. <laughs> yeah. You work through it, Lex. Most of Holly, the time, you, yeah. No, it no, trust Ooh. me, it it works through your system whether you want it to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whether you be. want whether you want it whether you want it to or not, it does in fact work through your it work through your oh. system, believe me. Ew, that's, never play that sound again. Ew. But there is a buffet down the road from Hubbard that Alexis and I have been through many times, and we've oh. named it AbFab. It has oh, a great yeah. lunch buffet. You Garden. Oh, I haven't been there in forever. Oh, Same. Holly. Yeah, and they only do the buffet now, I believe, for lunch. Yeah. Because okay. um, Colin and I used to go there sometimes on Sunday nights, but they got rid of that after the pandemic. But You oh. Garden uh, on University, such a good Chinese buffet for lunch. I'll just name them a quick app fab. There Absolutely fabulous. Indeed, I think we can all co-sign on that. Oh, there we go. Ew. Oh, it's just so squishy and splashy. <laughs> just a slip and slide. Oh. Found effect, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. When, <laughs> when, we, when, uh, when we return, stay with us. Uh, we'll be back. Was you turned down hanging out with Robert Downey Jr.? <gasps> Alexis has this story. Coming up in just a second or two. And then hopefully we'll get to this. If not, we'll do it in the third hour. We were talking about this in the newsroom where this was a topic people were milling about. So Kristen Bell is uh, being questioned about a decision that she made involving her kid. Mm -mm. The mommy police is out. Holly has that. But first, Robert Downey Jr., I would like to hang out with them, wouldn't you, Lex? Absolutely. Yeah, but... Okay, so you saw Oppenheimer. Do you think that Cillian Murphy, who plays Oppenheimer, deserves all the awards? Yes. Okay, well, he's getting, of course, a lot of praise from people. So does Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And, okay, you think he is as well. Well, speaking of Robert Downey Jr., he's been raving about his co-star, Cillian Murphy, for a lot of reasons. But he says that he made the ultimate sacrifice by this lead actor that he has ever seen in his 53-year career, that he made the greatest sacrifice. And what is he talking about? So I guess... Robert Downey Jr. and, um, well, the cast, you know, they had a three-day weekend while they were filming. And they were in, he basically said, you know, we he knew that this would be a behemoth when Chris, who is Christopher Nolan, responsible for the movie, called him. He said, but I think that he also had the humility that is required to survive playing a role like this. We'd be like, hey, we've got a three-day weekend. Maybe we can all go antiquing in Santa Fe. <gasps> fun. Doesn't Who that said sound this? like Director most fun? Director Christopher Nolan? No, this is Robert Downey Jr. Robert I'm sorry. Downey Jr., okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Robert Downey Jr. is like, hey, let's go antiquing in Santa Fe. We've got a three-day weekend. What should we do? And Cillian responded, oh, I have to learn 30,000 words in Dutch. Have a nice time. So uh, he <laughs> turned down antiquing I, with Robert Downey Jr. For that alone, I think he deserves all the awards. And I haven't even seen the film yet. Um, can I ask? Um, and they shot it in fifty-seven days. 
And you know what I'm going to ask here? Why did Killian Murphy have to learn? Oh, did I, did I say Cillian? It's I've Killian. two different ways. I, is, I think it's Killian. I don't know okay, for sure. I'm sorry. I, Holly, how have you heard it? It's a tomato tomato situation. Yeah, okay. I called him Cillian up until Oppenheimer Press. And then now they're calling he, him Killian. Now okay. I've heard him called it Killian, but up until then, I called him Cillian Murphy. Okay. I don't know. Well, I, I, I listened. I did, you know, a, a pronouncer thing, and um, I, I, you know, you says, yeah. Anyway, yeah. They anyway, said Cillian, but we yeah. know who the main guy. We know who it is. Uh, why does he have to learn Dutch? I was going to ask he... you, Jason. Yeah. I, I, you've seen I the movie Oppenheimer. Yeah. Does he speak Dutch? Uh, I don't remember Dutch in the movie. <laughs> okay. Really? <laughs> I, I've seen it. Can somebody help me on um on on the Twitter? Oh, I, I'm not. It's, I'm sorry. On X? Oh, God, so oh, stupid. Gosh. Anyway. Now I know <laughs> that I watched the Day After Trinity documentary about Robert Oppenheimer. And that yeah. he was fluent in many languages. They Hold did not specifically cite Dutch, but maybe Killian slash Cillian Murphy thought uh-huh. that in order to get into character, he needed to learn the Dutch language. Oh, see here I'm reading this thinking that he's speaking it for most of the film, but no, huh? Oh, thank you, my husband. Uh, always Yay! the savior. Thank right. you, Colin, Colin Matheson. Uh, he just you got mail. Colin wrote. What did Colin write? He did a lecture in Dutch in the movie. That's right. Oh, that's mm. right. Thank you, Carl. Yes. Dankjewel. <sighs> that was my so, Dutch. Yeah. Thank you. Just like J. Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> but that's what I wouldn't. But I got to tell you, Lex, I, I don't even like antiquing. I don't like antiques. But oh, I would right. not. I would not turn that down. I would learn Dutch another day, or I would maybe go for like an hour. You know? Yeah, just a little respite, a little something different. To antique with Iron Man? Oh my gosh! Oh. And that, imagine oh. his taste. Imagine the budget. <laughs> there is no budget. <laughs> oh no. my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And in Santa Fe. I mean, what a fun place to. to I've be. never been. Have you, Lex? Oh yeah. You've been to Santa Fe. I have been to Santa Fe. I've never yeah. been to New Mexico. It is a state oh. I have not traveled to. Taos is amazing as well. Now, I know you've uh, Holly's been there more recently because her folks have moved there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really just the architecture, the art alone, um, let alone, yeah, the antiques there. Yeah, I have I have not been. I have not been. Holly. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite thing? I just I was just telling the the folks I've never been to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. What's what's your favorite thing about New Mexico? Oh, well, there's so many parts of New Mexico I haven't been to. I've been to southern New Mexico. I was actually near Trinity Site earlier this month. They don't let you on that. Mm. And it's near White Sands Missile Range, which was closed for actual missile testing while I was there. Oh, that's uh, reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico is it is a fabulous state. Full of so many wonderful things. You've got nature. You've got food. And mm. I felt bad for probably for Killian slash Cillian Murphy because apparently <laughs> he was, you know, he got into character by doing a little reducing. But the food in New Mexico is just you the chill the chilies in mm. New Mexico. Oh, God, I love chili. Uh, do you love enchiladas? 
I love enchiladas, Holly. Oh, do you love just delicious, wonderful food? I, the food I is do. just amazing there. And they were in northern New Mexico, which is a little different than southern New Mexico, but... Yeah, see, I don't know the like South Indiana. like you. I've been to Taos and Santa Fe. Yes, which but, is more mountainous. They get a lot yeah. of snow there. Southern New Mexico, pretty dry. It actually looks like a Martian landscape, and I say that in a positive way. Oh, It's pretty dry, lots of mountains. I'm hearing from mm. uh, three people, three different people. Killian. Killian. Oh, okay, Killian. Mm-hmm. He is Irish. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy him. Okay, now we're going to get that right now. Whew. Well, thank you, thank you ever, all. Yeah, we don't know though if it's right. Who who knows? I, 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 I know. We're just going to start calling him Fred. Yeah, <laughs> Murphy man. We like Murphy man. Yeah. Oh, I, I do want to visit New Mexico. And God, are we hungry? Yeah. Every time oh, we we've are, mentioned guys. the three of us, we must be real. I am hungry. Yeah. I because. Uh, Every yeah. time we've mentioned, like I just mentioned Chinese mm. buffets, oh. my stomach um, is just, yeah, growling. Indian buffets? Oh. Anything? Well, what, what? All the things you just said from New Mexico? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. I listed everything on a Chinese buffet for you. So, oh, yeah, yeah right. That. Oh, that, yeah. All of that. Peking chicken, sesame chicken, Kung mm-hmm. Pao chicken, wontons, <gasps> crab wontons, spring oh. rolls, veggie spring rolls, mm. pork egg rolls. <laughs> And then, again, if you want to be healthy, or it's like ordering two value meals at McDonald's and getting a Diet Coke. If you want to be a little healthy at the Chinese buffet, put one slice of watermelon on your plate. One slice of melon. Stay hydrated, Jason. Stay hydrated. (laughs) I'm eating healthy. I have a slice of watermelon on my plate. We're going to take a break, dear friends, neighbors, loved ones. Uh, When we return, Alexis has the Wednesday edition of an I the Ass Hat. And then it's a very Alexis 8 o'clock hour because she has a big fat movie review of Barbie. Did she love it as, uh, as much as the rest of America? You'll find out.